0: hi guys welcome back to another episode of the right type today i'm going to be talking about book two syndrome also known as sophomore book syndrome which is basically when a person is struggling to write a second book Um, this usually applies to writers who have book deals that are trying to write the second book from their book deal or write a book after their book deal and um, it can apply to any writer trying to write another book but it's usually used in this context and I wanted to kind of make a episode for this I've done like blog posts in the past but I wanted to make an episode where I can talk about it more freely I find blog posts a bit harder to articulate what I want to say because I'm dyslexic so um I find speaking a lot easier Before I start the episode, I just wanted to firstly say thank you for all the support you guys have given me. I just reached 150 followers on Instagram and I only just started this whole thing in September of 2019 and it's already grown um, more than I thought it would and I'm so happy for the support, especially from my friends and just people that have been so nice about the podcast and listened every week um thank you so much I can't wait for more episodes next year when the new season comes out we have one more episode left and I'm so excited to announce um what the December episode is going to be but it's going to be really good and I'm excited for it so moving on to what the episode's about I want to first start off talking about my book to experience um so in September of 2018 I got a two-book deal with Osborne in the UK and I basically gave in pitches for books that I will write as my book to and they had to pick the ones they liked and actually the ones they picked I was really interested in writing. So I got to work. My agent actually asked me how long I thought it would take me to write book to and i told her oh one or two months tops i was really wrong uh i finished the first draft in may of 2019 after starting it in october 2018 so it took me a very long time that first draft was really bad and i'm not used to having first drafts be completely awful because i usually edit as i go along But this time around, I was just freely writing because I had to get it down. I realised that all my preconceived notions of what it means to write a book had to be left behind. Um, I had to find a new way to write a story because there were just so many things affecting my ability to write. So um, the book is done. Well, not done completely. I've got months and months of revisions left to do um, before it's ready to come out. I think in 2022. I'm not sure yet. It depends on publishing schedules, which change all the time but it's finally kind of a book. So I'm here to share basically how I did it. I feel like when I was writing book two, I watched every video I could find, read every blog post I could find, and I was desperate to find any piece of advice that would guide me to the right direction for how to crack this book. Um, So I thought that giving some of my advice for how I got the book down um, might help someone. My advice might not be good for most people because I'm very, very bad looking after myself. So a lot of my advice is really bad. Um, not bad as in it won't get you results. Bad as in it's probably not good for your health. So um, take what I say with caution. So my first piece of advice would be to get a sprinting buddy. My sprinting buddy was Alima, who is an amazing writer. And we basically stayed up every day until 1am on the phone sprinting um for hours on end we usually start sprinting around 7 p.m or 9 p.m and we'd sprint until 1 a.m or 2 a.m sometimes even 4 a.m and I don't recommend that especially because it's bad sleep hygiene but we both have insomnia so it just worked out that way um we basically would stay on the phone for hours uh with 20 minute sprints and we basically after every sprint we would like talk on the phone and say, how did it go for you? What are you struggling with? So if I'm struggling with a plot point, I just had to tell her about it. And she'd be like, oh, have you tried doing this? And then I kind of get immediate feedback um, and vice versa. I thought that was really helpful. I think it was the actual reason I finished writing book two, because not only did I have peer pressure, I also kind of had a critique partner along the way um, who would like help me when I was stuck on plot points and she still does that today um when I'm doing edits and stuff Uh, she's amazing um and yeah I think that it's really good to get someone who is at the same stage as you as in you're both writing maybe book two um or someone that just basically is as as focused on something as you because some people kind of want a casual writing buddy that they will kind of spend some time on the phone talking about like life and gossiping and the other time like casually writing but I kind of wanted it to be like a gym workout but like in our homes in pajamas drinking tea so yeah that's my first piece of advice. My second piece of advice is another one that is not necessarily healthy um it's basically to scare yourself. Uh, I have anxiety but my anxiety is not really to do with kind of existential stuff to do with my work I like scaring myself into working um some people that just increases their anxiety and isn't good for them so don't do this if that would do that to you so uh, I got this advice from a video that Kim Chance did she's a really great author tuber who makes videos about writing and publishing industry and she's published two books with Flux um in the US and she basically said scare yourself. remind yourself that you have a commitment, you've signed a contract, you've been paid in advance, you need to get this book out and give it to your publisher before you breach your contract and ruin your relationship. That sounds awful but like I'm, I just love scaring myself to the point where I have to do work which is really bad for some people so again don't take my advice if that's gonna worsen your anxiety but it really helped me um remind myself this is a job at the end of the day. My third piece of advice is from an author called V E Schwab. She has written so many books, so many New York Times bestsellers, but her advice was to write the ending first. I am a planner, so I love planning stories. I'm very type A. I love making lists and having like things that feel like they've been set in stone and they're like being checked off. So She said, plan your endings first. And I've started doing that with my new projects because I feel like having an ending that is really compelling and really interesting to you as the author as well as to a reader um, is going to make you want to finish this book. And it gives you kind of a finish line. So sometimes writing a book feels like it's just like an endless field that you're running through um, and you don't know where you're going. I feel like some people like to find their way. They find that part interesting and fun. But I think with doing something like book two that you're struggling with, seeing what happens when you plan the ending um, and make it a very interesting compelling one. It, it might not even stay the same at the end of the day but just having something that is fun to look forward to um, can give you that motivation to finish. The fourth thing is changing the mode in which you're writing. So normally a lot of writers write via computer or laptop, we type the words and they magically appear on the screen um, there's also the advice i was given by adiba who is another author amazing author of the henna wars she was a massive truck just passed my my window i don't know why this is happening but anyway um she gave the advice to me to basically switch to pen and paper so when i'm struggling try and um write in a different way i think that what it does is that you get like you're you're kind of processing the words and the the ideas using a different part of your brain a different muscle that might be scientifically wrong but it feels that way um or at least you are tricking your brain into that and when you start writing it kind of does something different and sometimes there's more flow to your words um and you kind of get unstuck and unblocked so trying that really helped me as well i wrote so many pages um doing that so i really recommend it i'm not a writer i really hate writing physically I think it's really annoying especially with someone that has um, a learning disability I find it really really awful and I have a lot of war flashbacks to GCSEs and A-levels when I was writing so fast trying to keep up Um, so I don't like writing on paper but it really helps in the times when you're desperate so I would recommend doing that Um, and I know writers have one million notebooks so get one of those notebooks that you bought because just in case and use that for writing a scene or a chapter or even your entire book which is very ambitious but I mean if it helps do it so the next piece of advice I have is basically delete Twitter and delete Instagram and delete every social media that is causing you pain and making you procrastinate and scroll through for hours on end I deleted Instagram without telling any of my friends they were all thought I was dead um and I just went offline and I wrote 20,000 words in three days um, because I was trying to meet a deadline um, and it really helped and that's when I finished writing my first draft of book two. It was so intense. I remember finishing and just like playing a bunch of rock music um, and just screaming from top of my lungs in my flat. I feel like I scream a lot in my flat and my neighbours think I'm dying most of the time but they don't call the police so either they don't care about me or they know I'm a writer. So, um, or a student, which is which I am. Uh, so yeah. And my last piece of advice is also very unhealthy. Um, I don't recommend it again. I keep on saying I don't recommend these things because I don't want to kill someone accidentally and it be put back on me. I've told you that I'm a very unhealthy person. So please ignore me if this seems like something that will kill you. Um, but basically when I was, writing and I was stuck on plot points, I literally got my keys, put on my jacket, walked outside, I live in Scotland so it's very cold up here, walked outside and locked myself outside um, and until I came up with the plot points, I did not let myself go back inside, I was walking about, I was freezing, I actually caught a cold after that night but I got the plot points so I kind of forced my body to produce ideas which is very unhealthy but again I don't look after myself so what can i say so if you want to take that advice then um go on and i hope it helps but um i'm not responsible (laughs) Uh, i hope you enjoyed this episode i'm so excited to share all the episodes that are coming out next year and i hope that you enjoy the december episode i'll speak to you again sometime soon